0: Welcome to the space where creators have aligned A positive and intellectual collab of open minds For sharing and learning from one another, it's a vibe We do also podcast on the mic Subscribe, Subscribe. Educator spitting bars, I guess you didn't know I'm and humble taking off life goals The classroom is my comfort zone where I plant and sow Seeds of knowledge, compassion, empathy and hope Reading is the key to unlocking your potential Countless benefits including cognitive and mental Regardless of the drama, books are highly influential Go get yours, I'll get mine Make you strive. My mentor, come me and get down to this new jam. my friends, I had a very simple plan: educate the masses, the books in life. Yes, and life lessons, do the grand slam. I'm <laughs> out. So, for falava malo elilie, and welcome to the Reads of Russell podcast. You know, when I started this journey back in 2021, I wasn't really sure how long I would be in this space. But fam, here we are. It's 2024, and today is episode 124. Thank you for rocking with me. I am so grateful for the ongoing support and all the amazing people that have come through here, shared their stories on this platform. Well, today is no different. I am so excited to introduce our inspirational guest. He is a father, He is a creative he has four years of classroom teaching experience where he has been directly impacting the lives of our young people as we embark on this year ahead he has actually stepped out of the classroom and with his experience in both the education and arts sectors he can now proudly say that he is one of the co-founders of the newly formed performing arts company, Strictly Brown. It is my honor to welcome to the show, Saleh Ilawa. woo Let's go! Let's
1: go. <laughs> How
0: are you, bro? How are you this morning?
1: Thank you so much. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. It's um, been a bit of a hectic uh, few weeks. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... Um, blessed and and honestly uh so grateful to be on this um podcast and the first ep for the season as well like it's a, it's a lot of pressure It's a lot of pressure no 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 but i no no i'm so thankful thank you so much for reaching out and um yeah having me here today this is this is so cool so cool to be here today thank you
0: yeah bro you know today um as i said off offline today is about giving you your flowers. People will say I'm biased, but being an educator myself, I love to bring educators. I love to bring teachers on the show because, you know, today's a bonus because you're a teacher and you're in the performing arts, which I also love. So today is about, um, yes, Strictly Brown Limited. We are going to talk about this new show coming up. So before we go anywhere, I do like to ask um, our guests to, you know, do a brief intro, maybe, you know, shout out your people, your villages. Um, Up to you, bro. Go ahead.
1: Uh, um talofa everyone. My name is sally Ilova. I'm Tongan and Samoan. Uh, my villages are Pea in Ma'ufanga in and Maufanga uh, and Tangatapu, and Asanga in Savai'i from um, Samoa. Um, I'm a dad. I have two two lovely kids. Um, my son ezra who is two. My daughter Azora who is one. Um, and I am from uh, Mount Roskill in um, Auckland so that's where I'm based. Um, yeah I am been a performing artist for uh, a few some would say it's still a very young career but um, I have been doing it for many years now and um, yeah love um, being in this space and and now I'm a new co-founder of the company Strictly Brown which is um, yeah our baby um our baby that i share with um my mate lecky so yeah that's me and yeah
0: yeah let's go welcome very welcome i mean i i have to ask where did it all start for you like uh, some people might share stories similar and say, well, for me, it was very young age in the church. That's where I got my start with the singing, with the acting, with the the dancing. Um, what's your story? What's your origin story in terms of the performing arts? Like, where did it begin for you?
1: Um, for me, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, I guess in terms of, you know, like, I feel like Pacifica people, like, you know, they're just, they are naturally talented in the performing arts because, you know, everyone is, everyone is a born, uh, is born to tell a story, you know, everyone's a born storyteller, but I think in the performing arts, like, you know, for me, it really did start out in, um, what, uh, in my Tongan church in uh what we call the laule Sony So for laule Sony, like, you know, you had to just, you know, do the old, learn your, um, how do you, put, um,
0: is it like you know, you learn Sunday? your verses?
1: yeah yeah, yeah like White bible Sunday. like White, learn
0: your go local and that's and what i was trying to, I was bible trying to verses and things like that oh
1: yeah so so legit it's and it's the same concept you know learn your lines rehearse with you know your group or your company and then you go and present this in front of a crowd of people except um your director is your Sunday school teacher and they're standing on the side <laughs> and it's your mom like you know or your your dad like you know standing on the corner and it's like even more pressure but um yeah I think you know that um you know we have this innate ability to um you know roll with that and the, the one uh the Pacific people that choose to like pursue this career like you know they're hard out they're just used to that and they just work and they're like you know the workhorses when it comes to you know theater. So yeah for me it started there. And then um, I think in terms of like you know in the realm of performing arts um, I started like uh, singing at a young age as well so that helped as well so like performing in front of loud crowd uh, large crowds and getting into that sort of thing Um, but yeah that's pretty much the origin of it Um, Mm. because it was more it was more like you know it was the, the the teeny part of it came from white sunday but Uh, majority of my childhood was spent like performing as a singer so oh yeah okay yeah
0: I did research that I did not know fam there you go um you you know (laughs) so like in terms of storytelling like um you know were you were you a, a younger Sally were you writing stories were you writing music were you reading stories like like, where do you, yeah, that of course the performance side, but love for storytelling, where does that come from? Is it, has it been passed down through hearing stories from your elders, grandparents, parents?
1: Mm. I think, um, my grandpa, he's, um, such an amazing storyteller and, 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 and my uncles, oh man, like, yeah, I, I love, like listening to them like you know tell their stories um, from what it was like back in the days and the way that they you know they 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 spin their yarns about how things were back in the days like particularly for me like I have one of my uncles <clears throat> on my side and he's like legit like the most like every time you like see him like you know you catch up with him without fail he will have a story to tell you about like Oh yeah, I remember back in the days when I used to work uh, in town, and and it's so interesting and <laughs> like unbelievable the the you know the, the the stories that they're telling like you think like it's in a movie and uh, and then <laughs> you have other people to back up like yeah yeah he's he's telling the truth like it's true like I'm like bro what <laughs> um but yeah I think for me is um, you know when I was young um I have a I've uh, five siblings. Uh, there are five siblings, including myself. Um, and I'm the eldest. I also have a twin brother as well, who is also a teacher. He's a oui. he's a teacher as well. But yeah, it's so funny. We're both Mister Ilawa. So, and we always have this joke about like you know working in a school one day and the kids getting mad confused. But, <laughs> um, yeah, no. So we, um, my mom she started teaching us how to sing at a very young age, and you know we were kind of. I remember our first um kind of uh it wasn't like our first public performance uh actually i'd say it's our first like kind of major public performance um we went to the westfield shopping mall in st luke's um and we there was this competition in the middle and it was like a uh, like a idol or, or like a you know like the one of those talent quests <clears throat> and we were shopping there and then we just so happened to walk past it, and then my mom was like, Oh my gosh, you guys should go sign up. Like, you guys are legit. But you know, when we were younger, like, we we're like, Ma, and we we're like, I don't, don't want to go. Like, you know, she goes, No, nah, no. Nah. She just because you guys showed me that you're Ma, yeah, now you guys go sign up. And you know, we're really, really pushed us <laughs> out of our comfort zone, you know. So we went and we signed up, and then me being the oldest, um, uh, the eldest, they, um, Asked like, "Oh yeah, what's your name? Do you want to write it down? Like to register, so I get to register our name." And because my handwriting is terrible in pen, at least, because I never got my pen license when I was um, in primary. <laughs> but hey, that's another story, isn't it? Um, yeah. Well, I went and got, I went and write wrote down our name, and then the MC goes out. All right, coming up next. We've got the Ihana Four. We didn't have a name for our group at the time, but I just wrote Ilawa for. Yeah, that's how bad my handwriting was. I was supposed to write Ilawa, and he read it as Ihana, Four. And so we, so we went up, and then we performed, and then. You know we got a bit of like you know um you know it wasn't like performing to the masses because you know it's saying movies, everybody's trying to shout out there so you know <laughs> whoever was there was there and the rest is history now nah. um but we, we 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 did that and so you know i think for us like that's one of my earliest memories of us performing as a band like you know we got better we got more experience we got more exposure ended up performing at a few community events we kept that thing going and then the older we got um i guess you could say the better we got you know so i gained a lot of experience from um singing in a group with my siblings you know we we're marketed as this kind of like uh this island version of the jackson five type of thing so <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so, yeah so i mean yeah so i guess from a that that that's my story in terms of like you know performing and what it means mm-hmm. to like go on stage and rehearse some or have something rehearsed and go on stage and then presenting that to a crowd. um, Like that, that came before all the theater stuff. So, so by the time I went into theater, then I already had like this experience that some of the other, my other classmates didn't like, so yeah. Um, Man, lengthy, that's but, so- yeah.
0: Man, now I'm thinking, should I have googled Ilawa Four or no, no. The New Zealand Jackson Five? Yeah, 5? <laughs> like, yeah I, do, I really didn't do enough research. I'm like, is this guy famous? 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 Oh. No, no, no. <laughs>
1: only in the hood. Only in the hood. Only in the hood. <laughs>
0: you know, um, yeah. I was, I was wondering about, you know, as a, um, you know, thinking about theatre, like, what type? Ta- like, how did you decide? Um. When did you decide to to pursue that? Like, did you finish school and then were like, this is a pathway I want to take, or did you just happen to mm. stumble into it, as some people do? You know, like
1: mm. um, for me, so in my last year of high school, um, like you know, while while I was at high school, I went to grammar school, grammar school, and um, music was my whole thing at that point right so like from when i was young you know ever since i went to high school it was always music i was getting all the music awards and and, and that and then in my la- in my final year i had already made my plan okay for university i'm going to go and study um the bachelor of pop uh, b pop like bachelor of popular music at um the music school for university of Auckland because my parents were big on um getting a degree you know so getting a degree thing and then i was like cool i'm going to go do the the music. School. I'm going to music school. My um, in 2013 that year, my school had a rugby tour to Australia, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna join. I only joined the first 15 <laughs> just so I could go on the trip. I wasn't as good as my boys that were on their team. I was like, but I was like the guy who led all the songs, like mm-hmm. for the all the pieces for the boys to sing in the circle before we do a haka. Like that literally was my job and nothing else like you know so i was like bench warmer my vibes um went to australia missed out on my audition because i just had so much fun over there i missed out on the audition slot i didn't send any audition tapes in for that um, music school so when i got back i was like um scrambling for okay what's my next thing i don't want to take a gap here i don't want to try anything else i haven't really thought about it and my next best thing was um drama and then i saw this advert for studying acting at unitech in mount albert and i thought to myself okay i'm just gonna give this a jam and see how it goes because i only started taking drama in year 12 like Mm -hmm. from year 12 onwards um and so then i took a leap of faith i applied i got in through the first round um i think they they auditioned like 200 kids a Mm -hmm. year and only 22 like roughly around 22 make it to the final cut so i went through the first round, go through that went through the second day go through that and then i made it through to the final 22 and from there that's where I, I started to be like okay i feel like if you know i feel like this is meant to be it because mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of people that are really gunning for this spot and i've made it this far okay we'll we'll continue to see how this goes and then i started drama school and then Yeah, it was a very very um interesting experience you know um there's not a lot of well back then when i i went to drama school there weren't a lot of um polynesians in that class so um majority of them were balangi and i love them all of course but like you know it was hard to kind of like you know you had to kind of like go into that world and just Kind of just be like you know you, I just, it just it just made you feel like a ma- minority even more. So I had like two of my mates who are still my best friends to this day, we're super super close. My friends, um, Sam Gamal, also who was also a teacher. I think he's still teaching now too. And my friend Selvaya she's a she's a teacher as well. So, it's so funny. We all went in, you know, gunning to be actors, and then we came out like, oh, you know what. I think we're going to be teachers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? There is nothing wrong with that. Because again, this could, you know, purpose and, you know, like meant to be, it's, it's it's part of your journey, you know, like it's just another pathway where you're using those talents, man, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously.
1: But that's literally like it, like, you know, and now I'm here today because, you know, thanks to that rugby trip to Australia <laughs> that was gangsters at the time. But, mm. you know, that changed my, the course of my life and career, like, dramatically, I think. You know, I mm. think things would have been much different had I gone the other way and, you know, played it safe. But this was a risk for me at the time, and I'm just loving it, like, you know. Mm. But, yeah.
0: Man, an important part of your life is you are a father. You, you, are a family man. You, you know how how has fatherhood like helped? How's how has that changed you? And I guess helped you to grow and make wiser decisions mm. <laughs> as a young. Yeah, no, adult. No, no, I, <laughs>
1: um, honestly, like yeah, being being a father for me is like it's it's it's. Super, super challenging, and I think it is, you know, a very, very hard job. Like, you know, because, but at the same time, like, you know, for me, like, um, because I was a teacher, I mm. was a teacher, and that, that was last year, <clears throat> and I'd been working mm. at um at school for four years mm. before uh, Lucky and I decided we we sat down and we we're like, now nah, let's. I think we need to try something else you know let's this and it's a risk you know stepping out into the theater industry and for me my motivation behind the push the drive to like get busy get work like Mm -hmm. um in the freelancing you know world um was my babies like you know and I think about my kids all the time I'm like the way that I approach fatherhood like you know obviously like you know you have to stand at like you're you're kind you're love you know you're caring you love your kids you're firm when you need to be but for me I'm 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 very very big on being the provider and going out to work so that my babies can have everything that you know that I may have missed out when I was younger you know so it's all about like you know trying to provide for them i think that's my one like honestly when i get tired like you know working and and i and I, I think about like oh like you know this is really really starting to you know i'm, I'm at that struggle stage um my babies are like the one thing that helps keep, get me through that like you know my family here my support base because i know they always got my back and i know i got their back and for me you know that'm that I'm, I'm so passionate about trying to like like i'm doing small like random gigs and, and yes it does like go into like you know, um, the hours start to pile mm. up in there, and I do worry sometimes, like, you know, oh, like, you know, I'm not seeing them as much, but I just know that, like, because I'm grinding and I'm working hard for them, I'm going to be able to, like, you know, provide a mean future for them or, like, you know, give them nice things now. So, mm. yeah, uh, I think in terms of making the decisions type thing, like, it's, it's, it's really that, like, you know, I would never let my kids starve kind of thing. You know, so I, I i do pick my moments, like, you know, I, I make mm-hmm. sure that I'm not just doing things randomly. Um and nowadays, you know, I'm not doing things just for free, like, you know. Right. There's always there's always that tag in the back of my mind, like, you know, and yes, of course I'll have like, you know, um certain like favors or people that I would like be keen, like, yeah, I'll come do that for you. So like that's all good. Um, but then there's other stuff too. I'll be like, Hey, you know, my babies that I eat too, like, you know you gotta, you know, if you want me to come and do that for you, like, yeah, of yes. course I'll do that. It's all love, but at the end of the day, we all trying to work. We all trying to make, you know, make it happen. So, yeah. Yes,
0: yeah, so it's important that you've said that. I, I know this is a com- you hear these conversations, um, yeah, like uh, livelihood, right? You you you've got loved ones to support, and and that first and foremost is your foundation, right? So, it, you, like, mm. yes, you're gonna go out and do these things here, but you do need to get paid like you you know you've you've worked hard you've done the trade like i think people talk about you know too often our people like they just want that those freebies (laughs) they just want you know like hook it up man and it's like you know like people are really out there doing the mahi doing the they're grinding man they you know like yourself you didn't just go through all of that just to be like, okay, sure. Yeah. I'll do you a favor here and there. Like, it's yeah. important that you people realize that, you know, like that stepping away from the classroom Um, you've done your four years. Uh, I, I want to continue talking about the performing arts, but I just want to touch upon that. Like, you know, in reflection, uh, you've done the four years. What has that journey, what was that journey like for you? I guess in terms of learning experience or yeah
1: um i think that teaching is a very very like if you're getting into teaching it's definitely not because you want to make money like you know or you know it's not and, and that's a common phrase that i hear i heard all the time like coming through the teaching industry and i think in the latter years like it, it was kind of like yeah, true. Like you know, I I see that like you know all the extra hours that you have to go home and do all these reports and um, you know mark assignments and stuff like that. But for me, my you know my real learning came from like you know how much because the school that I worked at, um, you know, it's a Catholic school, Maslin College in Royal Oak. They are the co co-ed school, co co-ed Catholic school, and. Working at their school, you know, when I was first there, I I went in there and I was like full guns blazing, like, I'm going to come and change these yeah. kids' lives. Yeah, I'm going to come in and they're going to listen to me. Like, you know, but that was very much not the case in my first year. Right. Like, you know, I struggled. It was hard. Like, you know, some kids, like, you know, it was hard managing kids and managing different issues and managing, you know, so I think as the, the longer I stayed in the job and I worked, I, Built these amazing, beautiful, long-lasting relationships with some of these children and their families. Like, and it was really an opportunity for me to really sit back and and like, you know, even like some for some of these kids. Like, my heart, like you know, goes to these kids because you know they they were there with me when I was going through stuff in terms of like when I became a father. You know, like certain milestones like that that you hit. and and these kids are there along. For the ride, so um, the one thing that I learned, and I've, um, like one of our, sorry, one of our um, themes, if you will, or uh, one of the kind of like important messages that we always try to push out to our kids or through our education, because we're a, a Marist school, is to love the kids, no matter what. Like, love the kids first, like you know, and then through your teaching if you can do that through your teaching and show them love then like you know they will listen to you more and or they will appreciate the learning more um yeah it's um it it was it was such a honestly it was such a yeah i i can't believe i did four years like like four years have gone by so fast and i met so many kids and um i've had my school my school sons like and daughters like Mm -hmm. you know you had that you know, when you meet those kids, they are so like lucky to you, and they just really like, oh, like that, like you know, mm-hmm. like, can I have a pie from that? I'm like, hey, <laughs> like, yeah, okay, and and I'll have that. Like, oh yeah, Siki, just take the card and, then, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's things like that, and because and, and certain things like that too. Like I see, like some of the kids, um, like you know, they have stories, man, and they come from like really really, um, rough backgrounds and. You know life's not been the nicest to them at, at at such an early stage and i think that for me as an educator like the, my style my approach to it was always like you know heart and feel first like because especially in, and it's a lot easier for me to do that in a subject like drama because i was the drama mm. teacher at, at that school and it was a lot easier for me to um to be able to show them that they can be vulnerable with me enough because that kind of, you know, requires, drama requires that, um, you know, requires the person to be vulnerable in order to, Mm -hmm. or to give something to the space in order to get something out of it, you know? And so that's something that I always used to start with my older kids, you know, with my older students, like, you know, we always think, I talk about, um, you know, just giving yourself to the space or at least a little bit. You don't have to give your full self into it. And that was that's kind of like my pedagogy around that is to kind of like open up a little bit more. And the more that these kids started to do that, the more I started to learn a lot more about their lives that than what they were telling at school. Do You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I, I could see stuff or I would hear stuff from these kids that no other teacher,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: teachers that have been teaching them longer than I have, would have ever noticed or would have ever known? Like, there's no amount of notes, like you know, that's on the, you know, on, on our Kmart portals that can tell us this kind of information that I can see on the on the theater floor. So, mm. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been incredibly an incredibly rewarding experience, and I'm so like thankful that I was able to experience that, um, mm. you know, in the last few years. Um, and the students were very, very sad to hear that, like, I swear, because that school is, 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 a, is, it's a small school, mm-hmm. and where it spreads like wildfire, I told one kid, I told one kid, they were like, I told one kid, don't tell anyone, like, just keep on looking for it. <laughs> Yeah, and then tomorrow, I had, like, many kids come up to me, oi, sir, honestly, you're leaving, I'm nah, mm-hmm. you not to leave. Nah, I'm gonna go, and like, you know, bro, blah, blah. and I was just like, nah, like, you know, I know it's not easy, but just mm. have another good thing going and i want to like you know and you guys just got to be there to support it you yeah know, it's another it's it's, it's it's
0: like a, a different classroom i mean that's it right yeah. you're now taking that experience that wealth of experience four years people might say truly it's not a long time but in mm. teaching that four years and just the lessons learned i mean that's just you're yeah. now in a different it's a it's a learning space, man. I mean, that's it, right? Yeah. It's just a it's a different. The walls are different. It's a different type of classroom. Like,
1: yeah,
0: hold on. So cool, bro. You know, I was I'm listening to you talk, and I'm wondering, like, what what do you hope, like, your students might say about you? Like, if I was to say, hey, you know, how how would you describe uh, Mister Ilawa? Like, what, what what would you hope that they would say?
1: Oh, well, I, I, I mean, I hope that they would say that they've learned something from me. I think, you know, I've had conversations. I mean, okay, here's the thing. When I was at school, um, I was taught like, you know, I was kind of like, you know, known as the, um, oh man, he's the cool teacher. Everyone, yo, let's go. Oh, I heard he's chill as in his class. Let's go take mm-hmm. his class. So my numbers and the role in drama started increasing, like, over the last few years. And it was so funny because, I mean, like, I didn't mind it. Like, I, I, I'll take in all the, any kid. Like, you know, even my, my favorite kids to work with um, were the ones that all the other teachers were fed up with mm-hmm. because I think, you know, and, and I would get messages from some of my mates who, like, you know, work in the um, in the higher-ups to be like, oh, like, sorry, um, Saleh, like, you know, we just have to, if, can we put this kid in? And it's like halfway through the term, like, you know, like, we... they've missed out on, <laughs> you know, you know that, you know? Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, bring them, bring them, all good. If that's all good. I'll take them. Like, you know, I don't care, you know, if they're, whatever point that, you know, they are at in the year, I'll, I'll take them. And... You know it goes back to that like you know showing them love and making sure that they feel comfortable because i want them to think of school as somewhere that it's a safe space to come to it's a it's a cool place to come to like it's cool to go to school you know you want to go to school because i love school when i was going so you know um and and i think through doing that like you know i've these kids i would hope that they would say like yeah he was like you know he was like really, really nice to us and he was really, really open and loving to us. But um yeah. Um I mean we have some of our ex students and current I mean the students that are current at, at the school as well, they're in our show as well. Like, you know, for yeah. lucky and I, you know, for lucky and I we, we still have that connection and we still yeah. and see and say and, and and the way that I look at it, it's like, you know, the way that Lucky and I went up like go about it and that's kinda of like the co behind our a whole company too is like you know we wanted to show the kids like look like this this is something that you can do come and be Mm -hmm. a part of the show like come and be involved with with, like this is like you know this is the next step if you're really really interested in performing arts if you want to try something else that's different and they've been in our show rehearsing and they would be sitting there and soaking it all in working along rubbing shoulders with industry professionals like you know so that's the kind of opportunities and experiences that we can provide for our, our mm. kids. Like, you know, so yeah. I love that. Let's, you know, while we're here, let, let's
0: talk about the show. Let, okay. No, we're going to talk about the show, but let's talk about Strictly Brown.
1: Mm.
0: The name, uh, let's talk about the beginning. Uh, uh, let's shout out Licky. Shout out to the bro. Uh, he Nikki. is also, Licky yeah. is also part of the reservoir Rosa podcast family I'm proud mm-hmm. to say I mean you know and today we have Sally here I mean it's an honor and you know like I am all I am so happy to put you guys on blast do you know what I mean like I have no worries about that like I am all about that because I just see knowing what knowing what Leki has done and what and then you know you as you two as a unit and now putting you know this company together tell us about strictly brown and the beginning and why i mean you two are good friends brothers I, I, what's the story
1: <laughs> strictly brown you know it was an idea that came uh, while we were came to us while we were teaching and we sat in our friend's office and we were legit um we sat in on the uh, in the office and we were like, man, like, I think the teaching grind, like, you know, it's, it's for, well, for us, like, it's, like, you know, it's getting a bit hard and it's starting to get boring for us, like, in terms of, like, we're just doing the same thing over and over again. Like, what, um, I, and we have this creative itch at the same time. We have this creative itch to, like, you know, ants in our pants can't sit still, <laughs> like, wanting to just get out and just jam and create and make moves make waves um so we put down this document and we opened this uh, blank google docs you know and we titled it okay what's a keyword of something that will help us make it happen and the keyword was manifest Mm -hmm. and manifest we just titled the page manifest it was still blank, and then I go, Oh, wait, I'll just make it bigger. There, yeah, it looks full now, like you know. And we're just <laughs> holding, we're just, I was like, Look, That's cool, <laughs> we're just, it's a big title, very good. Um, we, we we then started like you know, um, spitballing ideas about like you know, what are some things that we'd like to achieve in this company. We didn't have a name at that point for our company because mm-hmm. we were like, Okay, let's make a company together. So we get through this whole list of things that we want to achieve, put a show on. Um, establish you know connections with other schools Um, what is the meaning for this company so Mm. for us you know we um, aim to you know work and create um, shows that you know I think in essence it's um, using our teaching experience that we have the teaching background that we have and fusing that with um, a theatre you know our theatre background as well and kind of seeing how we can work to empower our youth um our young pacifica youth but it's not exclusive to just pacifica but we want to empower the youth and um educate them through the medium of theater, uh, film um that's why we're not exclusively just a theater company other otherwise you know mm-hmm. even though like you know we're very very strong I think we're quite strong in that that sense, but it, it, it's anything that that can help um, motivate and empower our Pacifica youth in the performing arts. And so um, we've already like you know reached out to some schools and had some connections. Like we're we're, we're creating a bespoke um, Pacifica program that we're trying to trial at um, Pass and and mm. Urahu. Um, um, so. I can't wait for that. That's something on our calendar this year that we're going to go and, and work with those kids. We also like, you know, still t- tutoring Polyfest, our one group, because and, and it's funny, like, you know, for us as a, you know, I've known Lucky for many years now, but I first met him when I was in Polyfest. I was year ten and he was mm. my tutor. So that's so so that's the connection there. And he went mm. to Marcelin. So he's mm. an old boy of Marcelin College and so from there you know and it was funny we had this conversation about it as well like boy were you like one of our favorites like your favorite <laughs> kids i go nah i wasn't <laughs> I,
0: I actually was the extra that would make it if someone pulled out
1: <laughs> yeah i was just like i was just sitting there like you know that. yeah and we always laugh about it now too like like thinking how buzzy it is that you know we came from there and we Went to this, but we strictly Brown is the name of a theater show that, um, uh, from one of uh, Licky's tutors, they made this show. And I think the name came to our mind like, we were we were going through the whole list of like, wait, what should we call our name? It needs to be cool, it needs to be, you know, we're like, oh, should we call it Fates of Black? And then he was like, <laughs> oh, I don't know, I don't know, we'll see, you know. And then we went through a whole list, and then that one popped, and we we're just like, oh, like. I love that name. So, for him, you know, for us, it has both like you know different meaning. It is strictly brown, like you know, strictly brown work mm. um, that we are producing. Strictly, you know, um, by the by the brown for for the brown, you know, type mm. thing. Um, but it, oh, of course, you know, it's not exclusive to that. But that's just our lens, like that we look at through. Um, you know, when we're creating these works and we're, we're, we're showing this to our communities and, and especially, particularly our youth because that's, you know, the main um, our main focus is to work with our youth um, and and yeah, so that name has stuck and we're we like, you know, we're incredibly proud of it and um, we have so many projects, like, you know, in the works and I'm excited for 2024 for what our Company has to offer, so yeah,
0: that's awesome, bro. And you know what? You should be proud of it. And if you are watching right now, if you are listening on the uh, audio on the podcast platforms, click on the bio, fam. I am not kidding. Like Google, Saleh Ilawa, Google Leki Jackson. <laughs> These guys are not like they are not playing. Okay, so <laughs> like they are legit, fam. In case you're like, who is this guy? How dare you? Yeah, yeah. Google them. <laughs> the, the, no. They are uh, they. Come, their experience in the education and art sectors it's it's for real for real fam so you know like i love to see it bro i love hearing these stories and giving you your flowers like yeah. hearing that you've got a lot of projects in the world i mean that's exciting bro um you know let's talk about the show like bring it on all or Nothing, written by Licky Jackson Burke, directed by Sally Lawa. Mm. Shout out to Juliana Lolonga, who is doing the music for the show. But, fam, when I tell you, I, I, I'm gonna hand it to Sally in a minute, but can I tell you that the cast, I mean, oh, these people, I mean, I'm, you will have to Google them too, because these people <laughs> are legit, fam. I mean, they are not playing, you know. Sally, tell us about the show and these amazing people that you've brought together to make it happen behind the so, scenes and actors
1: yes yes so bring it on is a is a parody of uh, the american cheerleading series bring it on um and and bring it on the universe in which bring it on like you know kind of like is um surrounded with this Polyfest. so we know how you know if you live in auckland Like, I know it's growing, it's slowly growing in different communities around um, Aotearoa as well. But Mm. if you live in Auckland, you know that Polyfest is one of the bigger, you know, the large um, Polynesian cultural festivals that we have here in New Zealand. So um, it is a big deal. And very much like the cheerleading series, when you see the drama of, you know, what it takes to like, train and get the counts right and and then all the stuff in between it's the same with um polyfest as well um the show is a uh, focused on the someone stage um but i'm sure that you know that the dramas that go on you know in the someone <laughs> stage is the same with all the other stages as well um, but it's yeah it's, it follows the story of a young uh girl named benina Toliafor, and she is just navigating through trying to trial for the Samoan group and, um, you know, trying to, there's a lot of drama that comes through and you'll have to come and watch it if you want to see what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, like, you know, they're trying to win um, Polyfest on the Samoan stage. There's lots of singing, dancing, um, amazing acting. We have seasoned uh, actors in this cast as well. We have Pet Mel, who I know you've had on the- Yes. Yes. We gotta re got man. Yeah, yeah. She's um she she's playing uh, the character Polly of Masanga. Very, very sassy, um, very, very much like, you know, some of these tutors that I've I've definitely seen like, you know, growing up. Um we also have Joanna Mika, she's a singer, um, actress, songwriter. Mother does it all. Like she's an amazing person to watch, such, such an amazing person to watch and talented. And I'm so honored to be able to, you know, like me sitting there and, you know, directing. It's like, you know, a little bit like, um, I have to remember that, like you know, um, I am like you yeah. know. you can't be a fanboy. You gotta be professional, yeah. bro. <laughs> oh tell me about it. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. It's really hard, and that's. Like, but yeah, no, I, I I show so much love. Like I have so much love for these guys. Um, we also have Demetrius uh, Shustakolomatangi He's, um, he's a young up and comer. Um, in terms mm-hmm. of like the theater scene, this is his debut show. Like he's never mm-hmm. done theater before, so this is his first show, but. He's such an amazing and humble dude. Like I I love this guy so much. He's he's so good. Um, But yeah, I can't wait for you guys to come and see him. But you will be familiar with him in terms of um, on the screen side of things because he's from where uh, he was one of the core cast in Red, White and Brass and the um, Panthers um, series that they had as well where he played the character of uh, Will Eloah here. We had the amazing Edie uh, Hanna, who was our lead girl, Edie Hana Urika. And she's, um, she, she's got some experience now, like, you know, a few years of experience now under her belt in terms of uh, theatre now. She's been the leading lady for Sawe Siva Creatives, um, a Alatini show. <coughs> um, I was also in, I've also got Nat um, yes. Toivai, also known as uh, Siva Mai with Nat amazing who is also and this is my claim to fame as well who was also my auntie but she doesn't like saying that shout out to wow. my family net yeah um, yeah and why she's yeah you know what this is her debut for her as well um in terms of being a lead character on stage but of course like you know she brings with her the experience of dancing mm. for her taboo and you know she's such a seasoned vet and in, in that in that industry like you know in that part of the industry for mm. dance and we're excited for you guys to see her in a different light um mm-hmm. and then we have Afore, who um she's always it's not her first time on stage but she's also um you know she's she's been an ensemble character um you know so it's very much a supporting role um in other shows but this is her first time being in the core cast and I'll tell you now, like, you know, me like Lecky and I, when we watch these guys do their scenes, it's so funny because it's a comedy, you know, it's a dramedy. You know, it's a dramedy, you know, there's a mix of both. Um and yeah, she's got the man, she's got the acting chops and she's been working really, really hard. She's the hardest worker in the room. And yeah, I'm excited for the audience to come and see her and do her thing. But yeah, there are three debutants and then we have our other season vets that are and they're just jamming as well. And then we have a cool ensemble chorus cast mm. that um have a mix of like professional and um community, if you will. But that's most of them are like our kids from our school that uh Licky and I used to teach at. So um we've got them coming in to do their thing and, and and at this point, like you know, like things are very much coming together. We're just running it and trying to get through them, um go through the motions of like you know piecing everything together but yeah bring it on is is it's i i think it's just gonna be you know like a really really good show to come and watch with your friends or your whanau um yeah 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 i'm i'm really excited for everyone to come and watch it But get your tickets get your
0: i'm tickets. excited for you i'm excited for you guys you know if you are again if you're listening if you're watching click the link in the bio Check out the show at Mangere Arts Centre. It's running from January 31st to Feb 3rd. Don't say you didn't know the dates. I'm telling you now, fam. I'm telling you now. Click the link. Get your tickets at Event Finder. Uh, The show's approximately 70 minutes. It's suitable for all ages. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm so FOMO over here. Like, I don't really experience FOMO. But watching how this has slowly been coming about, following the stories Following Damn. the post, I'm like, oh, nah, I actually do feel that whole FOMO thing. I'm usually like, nah, that's not me, but no, for real, this time. So, for all of you in Tamaki Makoto, like, I know you're not doing anything. Like, people are still in their summer buzz. I'm jealous because it's winter mm. here. But fam, get out there. Uh <laughs> support, you know. And, 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 and you know what? If you cannot go... Follow Strictly Brown, follow the social media platforms because and share, fam. You know, if you know you can't make it to the show, that's another way you can support the brothers, support the 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 whole Strictly Brown family, uh, the Pring It On family, support them. It's this is what it's about. It's uplifting, it's empowering, you know, our up-and-coming, um, giving flowers to our industry fam, you know, those who've been doing the hard grind. You are not gonna mm. regret it. Like, I am fully putting these guys on blast. I've, I've seen interviews and seen you guys appearing on the re- I mean, it's, it's, we love to see that, bro. So, if you are listening, don't say I didn't say click on the link in the bio, go follow, buy your tickets. If you don't want to go on your own, you know, get your family. You can get there's discount. I don't queen. know about the discount, but there's group tickets. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to put out a Any- discount code or anything. Gold
1: is the name of the group discount. <laughs> Get your spot together and come and watch closing yes. night. Sorry, just another uh, note for you listeners out there. Closing night is already sold out, Ooh. so you gotta get your you see? gotta get your tickets quick, man. This this is gonna be the show to see for 2024. So. Let's go. Yeah,
0: you there's no regret. This is 2024, fam. You can't say, Oh, if only, oh, I wish I know you missed the boat. You miss if you snooze, <laughs> you lose. Don't be that guy. Do yeah. not be that guy. So get out there and support. Um, oh, this is cool, bro. Um, you know, is it late practices right now? Is it early practices? Is it long days? Uh, or is it really just running well, through the show at the moment
1: yeah we're we've just you know we're we're at a point where we're quite happy to like you know start really detailing and coloring things in um for the scenes we start at um 9 30 and then we roll through like a normal working day 9 30 till 3 30 so um they are there uh, i think it's a long day you know it's you know really really like you know we're, we're quite active and the energy levels start to you know dip a little bit but i think everybody is very very much aware of like you know the mahi that they have to put into you know this kind of work to be able to show something um to make the show amazing and i think that's what's cool about um working with these people that come from different walks of life as well as um, everyone banding together for lecky and i you know our vision like you know for mm. this show so um, and and we always keep reminding, them, like, remember, guys, like you know, we're a new theatre company, and this is our first show. This is so, an
0: inaugural show, fam. That's it. Get out there. You know,
1: this is this is so you you got to come and see it. It's a world, uh, like, it is a world. Say it, bro. Premiere, world premiere. Just put it out premiere. there. World it's premiere. A world man. premiere. So world premiere right in um in Mangare. So yes. So come through. Uh, Mangare Town uh, Centre, you can catch us at Mangare Arts Centre.
0: Are there plans to hopefully travel uh, to other parts of New Zealand? Uh, is that something that you would consider that your company is considering that you and Licky are thinking about uh, or maybe even overseas? I know, I know, I, I'm I'm really getting ahead <laughs> of myself because, you know, we're still talking about the inaugural show, but I'm I'm always curious about that kind of stuff because I see these amazing shows and things going on and I'm like can they go to other parts of New Zealand like, mm. can, like Australia or I don't know like is that yeah a dream uh, it's
1: it's it's definitely um I, I think it's a lot more um in terms of the show it's it can be you know we've got some people coming in to um watch to see you know how the show goes and to see if that can be the you know this could be the show that that, because they have experience in touring and stuff like that so we are like you know we we are looking at that but also like you know aside from the show like um leckie and i have connections our company has connections now to um wellington and they've been like asking like hey bro like boys just bring the show down here so i think you know maybe like you know a concept or an idea that we've just been kind of like looking at is um taking the core cast and taking our skeleton crew of like you know Mm. because there's only six main characters which is a lot logistically it's a lot easier to you know travel with and move around um Mm. and it's a lot um you know even because jules our musical director she who was also a polyfest tutor my polyfest tutor she she lives in melbourne with her family and she came with her kids you know to new zealand like just so to help support like that's how much like you know love she has for you know for us to to Mm -hmm. be here um but like she has her own like you know community in um in melbourne that you know we could easily fly over to you know to australia and do a show there but you know just Mm -hmm. have a different community and i think you know that's something that our company is like you know uh, it's it's again going back to that whole thing of like you know what is our vision and like you know for for our company what do we want to do and how can we empower young people um Mm. that's not just in auckland because i think in auckland we're quite spoiled for choice in terms of like you know polynesian arts and performing arts like anything pacifica like up in auckland because it's so rich in culture that it's so accessible to you here Mm. whereas somewhere like You know down the line like in blenheim or something like you know which is another one of our contacts like you know they got their own thing going on there too but it's not on the scale of like Mm. you know what we have up here in auckland so you know definitely i think you know there's potential for us to be able to tour the show or even like take our workshops because you know if um remember like i was talking about how like and i are developing like you know, a work, a teaching workshop, like you know, or like a a program, a bespoke program that like will cater to like the languages and like you know help promote like you know learning languages or learning more about like you know your culture. And it's not just the, you know, just the main one, like the main islands, like Tonga Samoa. You know, mm-hmm. it's we it, it, we we delve into every single like you know we're trying to spread like you know get a good um spread of the the Moana like you know so. Mm-hmm um, yeah, I think we have, um, yeah, we, we've already got some things in the plan, like, you know, in terms of, um, our projects this year and that is in terms of moving out of Auckland and working in Mm. different parts of the country, it's a lot more, um, yeah, it's a lot more realistic for us to be able to do that. And I think we can do that. And, I going back to that whole manifest thing, like you know, legit, we're on this vibe of like just like yeah, speak it and and it will happen, and you know, work for it so that we can make sure that it comes, you know, that that plan comes into fruition. So, um,
0: yeah, you yeah. know, I love hearing you talk. It's so interesting listening to you talk, manifest all of that, the vision, um, empowering our young. I I hear I can I hear you talk, and I it makes me think of Lecky and that's that mindset right that drive that passion it's i love to see it i'm so here for that bro like mm. this is a good thing you know it's it's a good thing it is a great thing and i i've i'm excited to see like many others i'm sure where where you know the path that you're gonna lay out uh, the blueprint that you're gonna lay mm. out for others like and just hearing you talk about the language aspect of it, you know, still like growing our languages uh, not just the main, I mean that, that again, going back to, you may have left the traditional classroom, the building with the traditional walls, but man, this is, this is bigger. Like this is now yeah. taking that experience, everything you've learned and just applying it in another classroom. Said, mm-hmm. oh, bro inspirational yeah. for real no,
1: it's you, I mean you have to you have to believe it you have to believe in it and you know you you do have to care about what you know what you're doing like and I think for you know for us like yeah that you know language is like the importance of like you know strengthening and, and supporting and building a good foundation around um you know promoting our language our mother tongues like you know it's something that um you know we're always always pushing for um but i've always been super like you know being around someone like lucky who's very very like you know experienced in you know in the language sector um i've taken like you know leaf from his playbook and you know i've you know kind of made sense of it from what like you know made sense from like you know some of the things that he's been like working on and has said like Uh, it's it's opened my eyes you know to wanting to like you know delve deeper into like you know my own like heritage or my own like you know um, family history and stuff like that and i think it's very very important um lucky he i think we did this interview and he spoke about like you know kids that are out there that are displaced by you know whether it's circumstance or whatever but we think that like you know they have it or or, or they just unsure of what their identity is because you know we have a lot of people that are from the islands that grow up there they live it and they're in it and then there's this new generation of kids that you know grow up in new zealand and it's not the same but they feel displaced because they don't know much about their culture and i think that we have this opportunity there's a window there there's a there's this uh i don't want to say market because you know feels businessy because it's not Mm. a business like for us this is just Mm. part of like you know our work like you know Mm. this i think we're called this is our calling to 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 really you know reach out to these young people and help reinstate their confidence in themselves and help them learn more about their own culture um and you know hopefully through that like you know they can um, get, gain more clarity about like, you know, their identity in themselves. So that's something that I'm deeply passionate about. And I like, you know, something that I hope to pass on to my own children as well, mm. like, you know, that they can really, really be proud of their culture and, um, yeah, continue that work, you know, that, you know, just continue that work of like, you know, just promoting, um, language, you know, you, you know, promoting culture and, mm. um, yeah yeah that's that's the point that we're at now and that's i guess you know the whole that's our drive our motivation behind like the main you know that, that's the essence of like you know what strictly brown is all about and like you mm. know what we're trying to push out to our young people and our communities so you know for us you know our first start is the show but there's many other things um different avenues for us to like you know tap into and you know, it's, I think it's waiting for us. Because uh, for us as a theater, uh, production company, um, like, it's very, I think it's very real. Like, we we, we took the ideas off of, like, the Duffy books. Oh, know, yes. Yeah. Two, yeah. They, they, they tour, like, you know, the Duffy kids and mm. I think, theater. They tour and do six, eight around the country. Mm. But that's where licky and I kind of, like, you know, stepped into and had a look at, like, you know, okay, what are the theatre production companies, what are, uh, are there any theatre production companies out there that are, um, are specifically um, targeting, like, education through languages mm-hmm. or, like, you know, anything to do with the languages and strengthen that? And I know it's a hard time right now here in New Zealand mm-hmm. because of the new the new government and that, like, you know, I'm, I'm not a massively political person, but, like, I just think that it is important to address some of the things that could be happening. I mean, like, you know, they're already having, you know, issues and there's, you know, tension around like, you know, Maori, um, Mm. you know, uh, with the languages and that. And so, you know, people question like, Oh, like, why would you guys go and make a company like that in this time now? Like, and I think we, we see through all that, like, you know, we push through all that, like, I think regardless of whether, you know, they want to do whatever, we, we still think that you know that just gives us more um, motivation to really really push through like there is then there is a need and even if it's like a you know if it, if it is if it does come down to that then yeah that's part of like our cause. like we need to like really emphasize uh, even more like how important um your culture and your language is too. So
0: how do you take care of your well-being, mental health,
1: I'm a bit of a um, gamer and like not a good one like not a pro one but that's how I like kind of de-stress like when I come when I um when I come home from work you know I hang out with my kids and that or it's like I'll come and then I'll pick up my kid yeah it's like you know i would like you know my missus will be sitting there like she's tired from work as well and then I'll be like yeah pick up one kid to make it easier I'll Go sit in the room and say you want to watch um my, you know you want to sit on dad's phone i know for the parents out there sorry i know like you know there's a bit iffy when it comes you to, know like, like
0: self-care and how people you know de-stress and like disconnect from the outside world bro you do what you gotta you do you carry on
1: that's that's how i do it and i just sit mm. there and i can just plug my headphones in and i'm just like you know right now my self-care, my real self-care like you know game at the moment is the Hogwarts um, legacy and I just like sit there and I lose myself in that world. Um, I've never, you know, I'm one of those ones. I never read the book, I only watched the movies So, oh, yeah. you know, just this is an opportunity for me to like, you know fully immerse myself in that world and just pretend to be a wizard for a couple of hours Yeah,
0: you yeah, you life. do <laughs> that immerse So, How dare you not read the books, but we're not going to be judgmental right now, we are not going to judge you right now, now not the time That's another podcast I, love, yeah, that, I love that, bro Everyone has a story of how they you know, some people it's like, man, I just it's sleep. I gotta sleep. Some people yeah. are gamers. I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, whatever works for you, works for you, right? So, I'm I'm mm-hmm. just glad that you do find time uh, to disconnect because I've had many, I've had musicians on here, other creatives, and I've had artists on here, and, and just a lot of the similar stories are, oh, I'm so busy. I, I don't, I'm trying, I'm trying to be better, I'm yeah. trying to be, I'm trying to, but I'm so busy and it's like, you know, at the end of the day, you're so important to your family, and it's it's Mm. cool to hear that you do find time to do that. I just keep reminding Mm. people, go look after this. Wait, wait. Now, I keep reminding people, because then it's like telling myself to do it to you. (laughs) I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I'm like, it's (laughs) like, you gotta do you got this and in my mind i'm like you gotta do it too you gotta do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay look i'm really mindful of the time and um I, I i know you you got rehearsals and things this morning um do you have a book recommendation anything you want to like plug or
1: okay i'm not a you know I, i'm no avid book reader or anything that's okay but i will say this because i just think it's 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 funny in terms of like uh just like how like to deal with my company there. so the book recommendation people for today is the alchemist okay oh, yes. and the, the the funny story behind this the reason why like i haven't read it but i've got a copy yeah but i've not read it and the for me like the story behind this is lucky yes. you know the whole thing to do with manifest like that's where it came from so manifesting our destiny manifesting making our dreams come true like that it's kind of, it all derives strictly brown essentially like it, 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 it all derives from this one book because yes. it, it speaks about like you know like you know making things happen um you know speak it to the universe and the universe gives back like all these lessons and and ha- the amount of interactions i've had with lucky like where we, we oh, did you read the book i'm like oh no nah. because i've read it five times now like yeah. i've read it five times sully like why have you not read the book yet? Come on, bro! Like, read the book. And like, we it was funny. We, we we caught up one time, and you know we were just catching up with um some of our mates. And my mate and I were like sitting there and we we're just chatting and like hanging out. And then Lecky came over with this this box, and he goes, "Have you guys read The Alchemist?" And then we're like, "Oh, no. Nah. And then he goes, "Okay, well today tonight's your lucky night." And then gives us each a book, like oh, yeah. you know. And so the the way that you know i think for him like for 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 lecky so he says um you know once you read this book you got to give it to someone else mm. and then they give it to someone like so it's a passing of the book around you've got to do that and i've i don't know if things you know he's because he's read it so many times like i don't know if he's if, if me not reading it, it's just you know maybe things are I don't know things are happening now I, I think that's my thing now like i like you know like a kind of like a good luck charm type thing or like a ritual that you you know you, you just like i can't read it now like i just feel like i if i read it like i feel like if i read it i'm gonna like lightning is gonna strike me or something like i don't know like, <laughs> you know what i mean But it's it's, it's, it's like I'm, I, I have that book now and yeah i'm I'm tempted to read it but like i am, i'm sure i will but the time will come so yeah. And it was so funny when I, when I saw that, like, you know, I was like, wait, like those things are happening for a reason. Yes. Like while we're doing this podcast and it always yes. comes back to that book. So, so fan, like the alchemist read that, read that. Um, yeah,
0: absolutely. Thank you. Then. Yes. Thank you for sharing that book recommendation and it's crack out. Cause when Nikki came on the show, he talked about that is his recommendation. And it's so funny to hear you talk about it and how you're so adamant that you gotta read yeah. it and the time will come. And um, I love it, bro. And I hope you find time to read it. Yeah, that book recommendation, fam, the alchemist, get it, read it. Um, you know, we're at the part of the show. I feel like, man, we could like tell an or for like hours, but fam. I <laughs> salad does not have time for <laughs> that to to <laughs> and and you know sort out his fam before he heads out for the for the day so you know uh i again uh i'm so grateful bro thank you so much for coming through and sharing the strictly brown story i know you guys have been so busy and i was i couldn't believe that you said just to coming at this time so early in the morning uh to to tell to, to share a bit of yourself a bit of you know your journey and uh, not just as a creative you know as an educator and how that is evolving into what is now strictly brown i love to see it bro and i have, you know i appreciate uh the knowledge that you've shared with us the experiences the stories um i hope that you know whoever's watching listening that something resonates with them uh if you are you know for everyone watching and listening click the link in the bio. click the links in the bio i uh, connect with strictly brown connect with these guys they're legit fam uh you know get on board this is about uplifting and empowering um you know support the arts support our Pacific yes. artists um yes. I'm here for it, bro, and um, I want to wish uh, the Bring It On cast, the crew, everyone, uh, wishing you guys all the best for the world premiere for the inaugural show that is happening uh, next week, Jan 31st. Fam, get out there, uh, grab your tickets. You will not be disappointed. So uh, bless you, my brother, wishing you all the best. And I'm going to hand it back over to you to drop a final, I don't know, Final gem or words of wisdom just to kind of like wrap up our our show today.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Um first of all, thank you so much for having me on your show, Rosa. Honestly, um yeah, um, I'm blessed. This is such an experience, such <laughs> a vibe. But if I could leave your listeners um uh with something, honestly, something that I always eh, the, the 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 one gem is legit like manifest it's going back to that and i have to share that with you guys like you know i try not to sound like a preacher but uh, everything that i've experienced like you know in terms of forming this company um you know things have been going on the up for us and it is to manifest your destiny manifest what you want in your life um take charge and make it happen like you know it's not going to be handed to you on a silver platter so um i think yeah it goes back to the whole thing of like you know um uh reap what you sow you know um yeah i i, I think i can only leave you guys with that and so far like you know i'm excited for the journey ahead and things are looking very very good for um strictly brown this year um but we we out here we're just planting seeds where we can um and we just gotta you know nurture it water it um give it a little love and yeah trust that it will like you know grow into an amazing uh tree that will bear fruits that you can eat from that and you can gain either more knowledge or whatever it is that you're wanting in life um percent it will be that thing for you if you manifest your destiny but thank you so much sister for having me on your show this is an experience so next time somebody wants to do like a like a stream <laughs> podcast like this with me I, i'm gonna be like oh yeah i can do that because like i think I gotta-